Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on? Kindle Sunflower. Gunshots, bitch. I think my nigga done left the positivity alone. Shout out to that. And then there was bass. Good morning, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game podcast. Live from the sanctuary once again. All oh, y'all niggas caught the, the beginning, the hey guys part, nigga. It ain't YouTube if you don't say hey guys. So, you know, for the YouTube watchers, I guess, you gotta say hey guys to start that shit, nigga. I can't just say fucking good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers on YouTube because they don't be paying niggas for saying that shit. So, you gotta hit niggas with the hey guys. But, um, yeah, nigga, anyway, nigga, back from my little, you know, one week not doing the show. Motherfucker came up with a whole different way of recording these motherfuckers. I'm kind of happy that I found the new place to put my fucking phone to do Instagram live. I got it on my left side instead of the right because it was far reaching trying to read niggas' comments and shit. But yeah, nigga. Nigga had like a, a, a okay little two weeks, my nigga. You know, some shit went good, some shit went bad. But a motherfucker just happened to be, be back doing this shit. A motherfucker got a new system for how I'ma be writing my shows and shit. You know, instead of like waiting for content to come to me like I usually do, like the way that I've been writing my shows pretty much the whole time that I've been doing this motherfucker is I will start my motherfucking week off like right after I do my episode, working on promoting the last episode that I recorded. And thinking about what I'm going to record for the next week. So, like, depending on what happens throughout the week, whether that be conversations I have, people I talk to, something that happens in the news, something that happens in my life or something like that, that would be how I would write my show. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do this show about from this week. Meg the Stallion got shot by fucking Tory Lanez or, you know, some bullshit on the shade room or some shit like that. But from now on, whatever the fuck comes to me, I'm going to start writing. So, nigga, I might write three or four episodes in the same fucking week, just depending on how it go. And, yeah, Kendall Sunflower, I think my nigga finally done came into the realization that that's that bullshit. So, Big Smash is back. Shout out to Big Smash from Bet the House podcast. I don't know if he's still going to stop doing Bet the House and naming some other shit still. But Big Smash back, y'all. So, shout out to him. What's going on, grown man? Logic. But yeah, nigga, like I got a new fucking system for how I'm going to be writing my shows, nigga. From now on, I'm going to be writing them motherfuckers throughout the week. However many shows I come up with, nigga, that's how many shows I'm going to write. I'm not going to be fucking doing three or four shows a fucking week. That's not going to happen. I'm just going to have them written. So whenever a motherfucker get writer's block like y'all know I get, or whenever inspiration don't hit me throughout the week, 
I'm going to have some shit freeze-dried in the freezer, nigga, just waiting with foil wrapped around that motherfucker. So the game's still going to be heavy, my nigga. I'm still going to have hot shit to say. It's just going to be prepared a little differently. It won't be like a week-to-week. Oh, this was from this week, and this was from Wednesday. Like, it's, it, it could be two, three weeks old, my nigga. You know, it could be some shit that could be months old. But now, like, whenever I get writer's block, nigga, I'll be able to go to the archives and pull some hot shit out and have something prepared so I could, like, really get back consistent with doing this motherfucker every week, you know? New setting, new shit, new energy, nigga, new everything. So now I got a new system of writing. Even my motherfucking phone is in a new place when I do Instagram Live when I'm recording these motherfucking shows. But, you know, today's episode, I want to talk about change. You know, something else that we was joking about the other day on Instagram Live with my nigga uh, Kendall Sunflower, a.k.a. Big Smash. Um, You know, like, I've been having conversations with people, like, recently about change in general. And something that I've been saying is... People don't change, they adjust. You know, like a lot of people like have this thing where they're like, oh, you know, you'll change for the person you love. The right person will make you change. And, you know, everybody wants somebody to change for them. Like motherfuckers look at relationships as a reason for you to change for a person. But, you know, sometimes change ain't always good depending on who you change it for and the change that you're making for that person. You know, sometimes, like, you got to look within yourself and ask yourself, like, am I changing for the better or am I losing myself to fuck with this person? You know, like, am I am I changing to grow? Am I changing to get with this motherfucker? Or am I really just fucking throwing away everything that I feel is important to me to fuck with another person? You know, these are questions that we got to ask when we change it for motherfuckers. You know, because, like, I'm not against change. I'm not saying change is good or bad, but I am saying that, you know, a lot of times you got to look at who you are and what you want out of life before you make certain changes for shit. Because you could be, you know, like, selling your fucking soul, nigga. Honestly, dog, like, you know, a lot of what motherfuckers talk about when they say that a person is selling their soul for something is they're changing who they are at their core to get something that they might say and think that they want. Sometimes it ain't even worth it. To change for a person Sometimes it ain't even worth it To fucking change for a situation You know And on the other hand of that nigga Sometimes You know Like say in a a situation Where you're trying to forgive a person You know We hear a lot of women say Oh he's changed He's different now You know He said this You know Like I said nigga People don't change my nigga People adjust People adjust to what They feel like they want you to do Like cold switching my nigga you know, like when a nigga cheat on a female nigga, he going to come back and say, oh, I changed. I'm different. It ain't worth it. I don't want to lose you. No, my nigga, he's adjusting. He's not changing, my nigga. He know that you don't like that, so he going to move some shit over here, slide some shit over here. But in reality, motherfuckers don't change, my nigga. They just adjust to the situation that they going into. So a lot of times when you looking at somebody, quote unquote, changing for you, You know, or even you changing for some shit, my nigga. A lot of times, it's not a change. It's a fucking adjustment, my nigga. You know, something that I I believe strongly in. Nigga, after, like, kindergarten, first grade, nigga, we are who we are, dog. Motherfuckers don't fucking turn into a whole different person, my nigga. If you was a thief in first grade, nine times out of ten, you're going to be a thief when you grown, my nigga. Only difference is you're going to be a mature thief. You're going to be a different type of thief. You might steal different shit. 
Instead of stealing crayons, nigga, you might be stealing social security numbers and shit. You know, like, if you was a liar when you was little, if you was telling niggas that Michael Jackson was your uncle when you was little, nigga, nine times out of ten, as a grown motherfucker, you still lying. You on Instagram taking pictures in front of another nigga car and some more other shit. Motherfuckers don't change, my nigga. Motherfuckers mature. Motherfuckers go through shit. Shit happens and motherfuckers do different things, but motherfuckers don't really change, my nigga. You know, and like this is like one of my things as far as, you know, like I said, with people changing for you, you know, people doing shit that you don't like and then you coming back to forgive them because they said that they changed, my nigga. You know, like don't fall for motherfuckers who change and they don't have no fucking no motivation to change, my nigga. You know, like some motherfuckers will come back and change for the relationship to be saved. And like I said, nigga, some motherfuckers just do and say shit that they know you want to hear. So you'll take them back. Nigga, what you say, uh, E. Skrilla? Niggas adjusting that game after watching their last plays. Exactly, my nigga. You see where you fucked up at. You see where you got caught. And you didn't really change, nigga. All you did was change how you cheat. You know, all motherfuckers do is change how they move around and slide around. So you caught your nigga cheating and he said he changed. He didn't change. All he did was change the way he cheated, my nigga. You know, like you 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 move the, the numbers in your phone that you usually get caught with. You know, the bitch you got caught cheating with, nigga, you just told her, hey, man, stop calling me after 8 o'clock. You know I'm with my girl. Like, you know, a lot of times, nigga, you got to see what fucking changes people are making because a lot of times, nigga, these changes ain't really changes. They just adjustments, my nigga. You know, like another change that you just shouldn't fall for is prison promises. You know, like sometimes motherfuckers make promises based on being in a fucked up spot. And these motherfuckers will say like, oh, you know, like basically the basis of why I call them prison promises is because I was raised around a lot of motherfuckers who was in prison, my nigga. You know, like a lot of motherfuckers in prison when they doing like time, like niggas who got like five, six years plus. Nigga, they be in prison talking to some, like, fat, toe-up, ugly-ass bitch. And they like, oh, man, when I get out, I'm going to marry you, baby. Oh, you know, we gonna, we going to be together, nigga. You know, you been holding me down this whole time I was locked up. Man, when I get out, you know, I'm I'm going to be an honest man. You know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. That motherfucker get out of prison, my nigga. And, and he go find the, the first nice, slim, big-booty bitch out there and never to be heard from again, my nigga. You know, and this is like life in general. Like, this is like this. This ain't just prison shit. I call everything a prison promise. When the woman is fucked up and she down on her luck. Oh, you know, pay my rent. I'll do this and I'll do that. Oh, I just need for you to do this and do that. Like, a lot of times, nigga, we out here looking out for a motherfucker. And they making prison promises to us. They telling me all this fly shit that they going to do for us. When they get on they feet and when they after you help me out. I'ma do this and I'ma do that. And then nigga, they get out of that rut they in and they kick you right in your motherfucking balls and do it moving, my nigga. That nigga said inspiration or desperation, nigga. Nine times out of ten, nigga, desperation is inspiration to make these prison promises, my nigga. Motherfuckers, nigga, they'll promise you the motherfucking world when everything is fucked up. Nigga, then when everything get fly, nigga, they get on their motherfucking feet and they go move the fuck on somewhere, my nigga. 
Like that nigga Kanye said, nigga, when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. Nigga, that nigga said that line and did the exact same shit. He had whatever college little chick he was fucking with when he was like first famous, the little Delta college girl he was fucking with. Nigga left her ass for Amber Rose, nigga. And then he left Amber Rose for Kim Kardashian, nigga. Left his girl for a white girl and left his white girl for a whiter girl. And then left fucking Kim for a whiter bitch than that. You know, it is what it is, nigga. That's why we don't fuck with Kanye. But anyway, my nigga, you know, like, don't be falling for that shit, my nigga. And don't be surprised when a person don't change like they said they would, my nigga. Like, this be the shit that kind of tripped me out when motherfuckers like, you know, I knew he was the same, nigga. I can't believe he said he changed and he didn't change. Like, he adjusted, my nigga. Like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, it was a prison promise. You caught the nigga cheating. Or vice versa, man, because I'm not just going to make men seem like they the fucking villains of this shit because women do the same shit. Nigga, you catch a woman in the red, nigga, she fuck up, she do some bullshit, and she tell you the same shit. Oh, I'm going to change, baby. I'm not going to do what I used to do. I'm not going to be how I was. I swear, baby, I'm going to be this and I'm going to be that because nine times out of ten, the, the only time women apologize is when it's DEFCON 5. Like, women have a big fucking problem with apologizing. Most women do not motherfucking apologize for shit. Women do not like to fucking apologize. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know if it's how they was raised. I don't know if it's something in the fucking estrogen or the fucking water or the eyelashes or the wigs they put on or what. But I know women don't like motherfucking apologizing. Nine times out of ten, when a woman apologizes, it's because she know you about to leave her ass. or you She know you about to do some drastic shit. So that's when the motherfucking woman apologized. And nine times out of ten, like we all understand, the best apology is change behavior. So nine times out of ten, nigga, when women apologize, nigga, they going to try to back it up with, 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 with change behavior and shit. But again, nigga, you can't fall for the fucking trap of change, my nigga. You know, a lot of times motherfuckers fall for what they think is change. And it's really just adjustment, my nigga. You know, nine times out of ten, when the motherfuckers say they gonna change, you gotta put their ass on probation, my nigga. You know, I don't know if y'all know how probation work, but basically, nigga, probation is, nigga, I'm, I'm gonna let you do what you do, but I'm gonna watch you very closely while you're saying that you change. You might be saying that you change, but I'm gonna go ahead and watch you to make sure you change like you said you did. And if you show any red flags that you didn't change like you said you did, your ass is canceled. You know, and like, that's how we got to move when it comes to motherfuckers saying that they changed and, you know, making these adjustments and shit. You know, because it ain't nothing wrong with taking a motherfucker back. It ain't nothing wrong with forgiving a person. It ain't even nothing wrong with believing that they changed. But a lot of times, my nigga, like, you got to have their ass on the fucking probation when it comes to these changes that they say they make. Because a lot of motherfuckers just say they making a change and that shit is a prison promise, my nigga. They just saying that they change because it sound good. They just saying that they change because they know that that's what it's going to take to get forgiven. They know that's what it's going to take for you to take them back. That's what it's going to take for them to get what they want out of you. But a lot of times it's some bullshit, my nigga. Motherfuckers just be making up shit. Niggas just be saying shit because it sound good. Niggas just be saying shit because they know that's what you want to hear. 
But at the same time, nigga, you can't fucking fall for it, my nigga. You know, but the thing is, like, when it comes to these changes, right, like, a lot of times when you look at the changes that a person makes for you, you know, when you look at the circumstances that will bring a person to say that they change it for you, you know, something that, that I'm a firm believer in is drastic change comes from drastic circumstances. You know, like, I, I say this. I said this to start the fucking episode. People don't change. They adjust. Nine times out of ten, the changes that we see in people are not changes. They're adjustments. People don't change who they are as a person. People don't change who they are at their core. Like I said, nigga, from childhood, my nigga, from kindergarten, from first grade, nigga, from zero to ten, the person who you are when you turn like 10 years old is the person you're going to be when you fucking 50 years old. It's the person who you're going to be when you 75 years old. It's the person you're going to be when you 100 years old, my nigga. At your core, you are who you are. You might make adjustments. You know, you might mature. You might do different things. You might have experienced other things. You might have learned shit. But that don't mean that you a whole fucking different person because you're not, my nigga. But. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. At Kroger, we believe fresh means holding all our produce to a higher standard. To make sure a bad apple won't spoil the whole bunch, we do up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies. We check for things like sunburns and scarring, making sure you only get the crunchiest apples. In fact, only the best produce like juicy pears, zesty oranges, and crisp carrots reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh for everyone, we want our fruits and veggies to be the apple of your eye. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Drastic changes that really change a person, like they, per, they, they personality, their perspective, and things of that nature are like life-changing events. You know, like those are the things that are really like change a motherfucker and make them different. Like the most of the times when it's somebody who I ain't seen since we was younger and then I see them and they grown and they really are different than they were when we was little, Nine times out of ten, it's because some shit that really changed them. Like, people don't change they self. Life changes them. You know, like, one of my homeboys, when we was real little, he was a certain way. Then by the time we was, like, teenagers, he was a different nigga. It's because he saw his daddy get killed. Like, he was in the car, and his daddy got his brains blown out in the driver's seat while he was in the passenger seat. That shit changed that nigga. You know, like, having children changes people. You know, losing everything and realizing how the motherfuckers around you moved. That changes people. That changes your perspective. That changes how you view people. You know, like shit like that. That's what changes motherfuckers. Very drastic situations. Life changing events. Like literally, that's why they call it that shit. Because shit like that will change you as a person. You know, death changes people. You know, like with Kanye West, my nigga, when his mother passed away, we seen a drastic change in him. Nigga, how he moved, how he spoke, my nigga, like even how he made music. You know, like death will change a motherfucker, especially 
when somebody that close to you dies. Like, shit like that will change you. But nine times out of ten, nigga, you don't change yourself. Outside factors change you. You know, and this is like the thing when it comes to, say, your relationship. You know, like a lot of times when a motherfucker won't make, especially like simple adjustments, because this is like one of the funny things, like when it comes to like relationship advice that I give people, you know, like when a motherfucker won't make a a very basic change for the relationship to work, it's because they don't have that much respect for the relationship. You know, if you could tell a person just something that simple as my nigga, I'm going to need you to stop talking to me like that. I'm going to need you to stop doing that. And they can't just do something that's that fucking simple just to keep the relationship going. It's because they don't give a fuck about the relationship. Because if they take something seriously, they'll make the proper adjustments to keep that shit going. It's just like a fucking job, my nigga. It's like if a motherfucker's coming in five minutes late every day and the supervisor say, my nigga, if you don't stop coming in late, nigga, we're going to fire you. If you keep coming in late, nigga, that's obviously you showing that you don't give a fuck about the job. You know, so like when it comes to a, a situation that a person is in, nigga, a motherfucker's only going to change when they motivated to change. Motherfuckers don't just change for the sake of changing, you know, and like um, something else. Like, I don't I don't feel like it's cool to judge people for their changes. You know, like this is like a big thing when it comes to like when motherfuckers change for the better, you know, or even when motherfuckers just change for certain situations, my nigga, like. A motherfucker get a new job, a motherfucker get into a new relationship, a motherfucker, I don't know, joins a new religion. Like, you know, they they start taking their Christianity seriously or they they convert to Islam or even Judaism, Buddhism or some shit like that. Like even when niggas go like vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, like any change that people make, you know, sometimes people make changes in their life that they feel are good for them. Like, stop judging people because of the fucking changes they make, my nigga. Because the thing is, like, a lot of times you don't never know their whole story and why they change it a certain way. You know, just move accordingly, my nigga. You know, a lot of times, just mind your motherfucking business. You know, because the crazy shit, my nigga, like, some motherfuckers literally, dog, like, mob, like me personally. Changes that I've made to my personal diet You know like I said nigga like I only really eat animal products Like you know meats and things like that I only eat that shit on weekends Monday through Friday Like I really try to not Eat too much like beef, chicken, pork And all of that shit Because You know I just know it's healthier to not eat that shit so for the most part, I'm eating beans, rice, salad, shit like that, you know, trail mix and, you know, all of that throughout the weekend. And on weekends, I'll indulge. I have like some pastrami chili cheese fries, nigga, some fucking chili Fritos, hamburger, you know, some some chicken fingers or some shit. I don't know, whatever the fuck I eat on the weekend. But like motherfuckers be like, oh, nigga, you eat like a bird, nigga. How you going to get protein and all that old bullshit like Nigga, are you a fucking nutritionist, my nigga? Obviously not because of the way that you eat. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, I don't see why niggas feel like it's cool to judge other motherfuckers because of how they eat. Like, if a person say they a motherfucking vegan and you jumping all up and down on them about how the fuck they eating. Oh, nigga, oh, you eat a salad, nigga. You eat like a bird, nigga. Whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. Like, 
Nigga, why the fuck do you care why another motherfucker eat what they eat, my nigga? You know, just like Christians and shit like that. Like, when a motherfucker, like, when I got all off into my religious shit, when I was a Christian and I stopped cussing, everybody was like, why don't you cuss anymore? Oh, you're not the same Anthony that you were. Like, yes, I am. Nigga, I just don't use profanity no more. I'm the same person at heart. I'm just taking my religion seriously because, you know, nigga, when I was a Christian, I took that shit serious, my nigga. Like, there's nothing that I do that I do halfway, like. I'm not just finna be like a halfway Christian. I'm not finna be a halfway crip. Like, whatever I do, nigga, I'm 100% that shit. Like, even as a fucking podcaster, nigga. If I'm a fucking podcaster, I'm I'm doing this shit all the time, nigga. At all times, this is what the fuck I do. I'm 100% at everything that I fucking do. I'm 100% father. Nigga, when I was married, I was a 100% husband. Nigga, everything that I'm in, I'm all the way in it, my nigga. So don't judge a motherfucker because of what the fuck they do because you don't know why they do what they do. Like me, part of the reason that I changed my fucking diet and started eating healthy, nigga, both my parents got gout. Like, I don't know if y'all niggas know what gout is, but nigga, gout is like some shit where it's like some, like some type of shit in your, your fucking bloodstream crystallizes and like it'll fuck your joints up, nigga, like your foot, your elbow, your shoulder. And they could hit at any time. And it's like, according to what my parents say, it's like the most painful shit in the fucking world, my nigga. And a lot of that comes from having a bad fucking diet, my nigga. So the reason that I made a lot of my fucking health changes and like the reason I take so many vitamins and eat healthy and drink a lot of water is because, nigga, a lot of health problems run in my fucking family. And I'm not going to let that shit hit me, my nigga. Like anything that I see, my nigga. And this is something that I just tell people in general, my nigga. And it's like something that fucking annoys me, nigga. Like, as human beings, nigga, when you see that there's a problem ahead of you and there's a way that you can avoid that shit, why don't you just fucking avoid it? Like, if if you know that a fucked up diet is the reason that your grandmother died of a fucking heart attack, your granddaddy died of cancer... You know, your uncle in the motherfucking hospital with his feet swollen up and you got fucking diabetes all in your family and shit. And all you got to do is eat healthy to avoid it. Why wouldn't you just do that? You know, like I said, nigga, the last thing that's going to kill me is a motherfucking pork chop, my nigga. I'll be motherfucking damn if I let fucking hamburgers fuck me up later on in life, nigga. Ain't no way in hell oxtails. Gonna be the reason I'm in somebody's hospital bed fucked up. You got you got me all the way twisted, my nigga. There's no fucking way. But on some real shit, nigga, that's the reason a lot of black people die early. Nigga, it ain't even the police, my nigga. It's pork chops. You know, it's it's fucking Sunday dinner fucking your whole family up, my nigga. We saw the movie Soul Food. You know, and the thing was, nigga, that was part of, you know, like the boondocks kind of lampooned it later on in they show. But it's like, my nigga... Big Mama didn't die because of, you know, whatever the fuck, nigga. Big Mama died because of all that fucked up food they was eating. Didn't nobody even mention that part. Like, nigga, it's our, our diet as black people is fucked up. And it's so simple for us to just be like, man, you know, we need to just drink more water, my nigga. Like, nigga, I need to stop drinking soda with my food and start drinking water with that shit or start drinking some motherfucking juice. You know, like, instead of having these big fat ass Sunday dinners, or even if you do have a big fat ass Sunday dinner, if you have them big fat ass Sunday dinners, nigga, throughout the week, you should just make healthier choices to lead up 
to when you had that fat ass Sunday dinner. Like, nigga, since I'm finna go crazy with the calories on Sunday, nigga, throughout the week, nigga, I'm just gonna start drinking a lot of water. Nigga, I'm gonna start eating salad more. You know, I'm gonna start, you know, just making fucking healthier choices. Cause the thing is, nigga, a lot of times when it comes to changing your diet, you don't have to go drastic cold turkey with your fucking diet. Because I didn't change my diet drastically overnight. I did it in fucking moderation, my nigga. Like, you know, it was like, okay, nigga, I'm going to stop fucking eating animal products on Mondays. And then now I'm going to do Monday and Wednesday. Now Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Now no weekday fucking animal products. Like, nigga, you know, it was a gradual fucking change. Like I said, nigga, it wasn't a, 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 a immediate drastic change. I just made adjustments to where it became a fucking habit. And then I was able to maintain this shit because I had created a fucking habit. You know, and this is like one of the things when it comes to changing as people, my nigga. Like, if something is that important to you, you will change for it. If you find something worth changing for, you'll change. If you find a person worth changing for, you'll change. You know, and this is also something that I tell women all the time, nigga. And a lot of it is common sense. It's memes and all type of shit about this. You know, but the man, a man will change for the woman he wants to change for if a man ain't making those proper adjustments for you, he just don't fuck with you like that. You know, and that's the fucking thing. You know, it's like, as women, you got to have more fucking respect for yourself. You know, like once you see that a motherfucker's not doing the shit that you need him to do, just move the fuck on. You shouldn't have to complain about the same shit over and over again. You shouldn't have to be whining about the same bullshit over and over again. Niggas as well, my nigga. If this woman can't respect your motherfucking line, if she can't shut the fuck up when you say shut the fuck up, if she don't do what you need done, when you need that shit done, how you need that shit done, nigga, she got to fucking go, my nigga. Like, you can't be trying to turn a motherfucking donkey into a Clydesdale. It's not going to fucking work, dog. You know, and this is like the thing, like, nigga, we be so busy fucking begging motherfuckers to change, not realizing that it's somebody who we need to be fucking with who ain't even got to fucking change. They already who we need, but we too busy trying to change this sorry motherfucker to find the motherfucker who we really need. You know, like, it's a lot of fucking red flags that we skip around with a motherfucker because we like them. Like, you know what? She got good pussy, so I'm going to let her get away with all this bullshit. Oh, this nigga dicking me down, so I'm going to let him get away with all this bullshit. Like, nigga, fuck all. Nigga, bye. There's another motherfucker with that same good pussy, my nigga. It's another motherfucker with that same good dick somewhere else. But you you too attached to this one sorry motherfucker. Fuck all that shit, dog. Move the fuck on. If somebody can't get with your motherfucking program, they got to go, my nigga. You know, that's the fucking thing. Like, a lot of times we be too attached to some stupid shit to fucking move the fuck on. That shit out, my nigga. You know, but back when it comes to this change shit, my nigga. You know, something else that that I want to touch on, you know, before I get the fuck up out of here. Money changes people for the better and for the worse. You know, like, this is like one of the things, like, you as a person who gets money and you as being the motherfucker around people with money. You know, you witnessing people with money. Nigga, the thing about money is money don't completely change people, 
The thing that money does is money amplifies people. If you was a bitch ass nigga, when you get money, you're going to be a bigger bitch ass nigga. If you was a real nigga, when you was broke, you're going to be a realer nigga with money. If you was a, 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 a flossy fucking flashy nigga, when you was broke, you're going to be a super flossy flashy nigga. You know, like a lot of niggas, like I knew a nigga back in the day. This nigga used to wear all silver, my nigga, like silver fucking big Cuban. I didn't even know they made fucking silver Cubans, my nigga. But this nigga had a silver Cuban, silver watch, silver ring. That nigga used to wear like four silver chains, silver everything. And oh, why the fuck you wearing all that fucking silver? Oh, man, you know, I don't really like gold. I don't care for how gold look on me. This motherfucker got money, my nigga. Swear to God, nigga, overnight, this nigga turned into Mr. T, my nigga. 20 gold chains, gold watch, gold everything. And I'm like, I thought you didn't like gold. Oh, man, you know what? I got this gold chain. That shit looks so good, nigga. I just went and got a bunch of them. Like, that's the fucking thing. It wasn't that you didn't like gold. It's You couldn't, you didn't know you could afford gold or you couldn't afford gold at the time. Ain't nobody, I don't like gold. Who the fuck don't like gold, my nigga? You know, but the thing is, nigga, once the motherfucker got money, it amplified who he was, my nigga. No matter who you are, my nigga, just like when it comes to motherfuckers in, in supervisor positions and shit. Once you get put into a situation where a motherfucker put money into your hand, it amplifies whatever your fucking personality was, my nigga. It didn't change you. It just amplified what you already were, my nigga. It unlocked something that was already there. You know, and this is something that I say about people in general, my nigga. You know, like when women will say some shit like, oh, you know, I was a good girl and he turned me into a savage. A lot of times a nigga can't turn you into a savage. A woman can't turn you into a savage, nigga. Sometimes a heartbreak can't turn you into something that you wasn't already in the fucking first place. A lot of times, nigga, all the fucking heartbreak did was unlock some shit that was there the whole fucking time. You know, nigga, sometimes shit will happen and all it'll do is give you an excuse to do something that you always wanted to do in the fucking first place. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a a lot of times nigga you had an inner savage the whole fucking time you just didn't really have the the balls to do that shit like you didn't really have the courage to go out there and really do that shit but now that this shit happened it's like fuck it now you know it's just like liquor my nigga you know sometimes when a motherfucker drink you know they get like a whole different personality a lot of times that's not a different personality all that is is the courage to unlock that personality that was there the whole time 
You know, like that's the reason. Like sometimes I don't like to be around certain motherfuckers when they drunk because it takes away their inhibitions. You know, it takes away that little voice that says, "Nah, nigga, don't do that shit. You gonna get your ass whooped or don't do that shit. You gonna end up in jail." Nigga, a lot of times off the liquor, niggas be like, "Fuck it." Nigga, you know, they'll they'll say some bullshit. And you know, like a lot of motherfuckers, oh, you know, I didn't mean that I was drunk. No, you meant that shit. Drunk was just what it took for you to say that shit. Just like in fucking relationships. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. No, you know exactly what the fuck you were saying. That anger gave you the courage to say that shit because you was mad and you ain't give a fuck. You know, it's a lot of shit that motherfuckers will say when they pissed off. That they just didn't have the courage to say before that anger hit they ass. That anger stripped away them inhibitions, nigga. That anger stripped away them caring about your motherfucking feelings. Them caring about your fucking reaction. So now that they mad, they can say what they really fucking mean. It ain't that they didn't mean it. It's just that they wasn't scared to fucking say it. You know, and that's the fucking thing, nigga. That's why I don't fall for that shit. When a motherfucker say, oh, I was just angry and I was trying to say something that I knew would hurt you. No, you was trying to say something that you felt the whole fucking time and you didn't care that it would hurt me. That's what it was, nigga. You you felt that shit the whole fucking time. You know, and that's what I'm saying about fucking being on probation and shit, my nigga. Like when a motherfucker say they gonna change, put their ass on motherfucking probation. Nigga, once them motherfuckers do that red flag, nigga, they got to fucking go, my nigga. You know, like, we can't be falling for the fucking change trap. Because, like I said, nigga, people don't change. They adjust. Motherfuckers will adjust to the left or to the right, nigga, depending on how you feel about them, what the fucking situation is, what they want out of you, what they want from you, what they feel they can get from you, or just the fact that they might want you to stay around and shit, my nigga. You know, but the thing is, nigga, you can't be falling for that shit, my nigga. Because like I said, nigga, a lot of us won't change until we find something worth changing for. You know, and a lot of times, if a person really fucks with you like that, if they really care about you, you won't have to ask them to change, nigga. They'll make the proper adjustments on their own. You know, because a lot of times, us as people, nigga, we know when we doing something that's stepping on another motherfucker's toes. We know when we doing something... That makes our partner uncomfortable We know when we doing something that We know another motherfucker don't like But you know Some motherfuckers just don't give a fuck my nigga You know like this is something that I used to tell people About like friendships and shit Because motherfuckers will feel betrayed By a person Because they feel like the person that did What they did was their friend And I be telling people a lot of times My nigga that Ain't betrayal A lot of times nigga That is You thought they was your friend And they never looked at you As they friend You know like That's a fucking thing My nigga You know Certain women be like I can't believe she slept with my man That was my friend That bitch wasn't ever your fucking friend That bitch fucked your nigga Cause she didn't never look at you As her friend you know, I've heard that shit happen before between niggas. This nigga fucked another nigga bitch. And the nigga like, man, I can't believe that nigga do that shit, nigga. He he, my homie. And the nigga who fucked this bitch was like, nigga, that ain't my motherfucking homie. We just from the same neighborhood, nigga. That ain't my motherfucking friend. 
You know, just like with the whole Omarion, uh, whatever the little nigga named Lil Fizz or Rasby, whatever one of them niggas fucked the Omarion girl. Like, nigga, far as that nigga said, he was concerned, nigga, we are just colleagues. Nigga, just because we in the same group don't make us friends. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Quit thinking everybody your fucking friend. I talk about that shit a lot on this motherfucking podcast. I talk about that shit a lot to my goddamn kids. Everybody ain't your fucking friend. My nigga, don't look at everybody like they your fucking friend because they not. Everybody is not your friend. Nigga, some people are colleagues. Some people are classmates. Some people are coworkers. Some people are associates. Some niggas are just niggas you play golf with. Some niggas are niggas you play basketball with, but they not your fucking friends, my nigga. I be telling niggas that shit a lot, my nigga. A lot of you niggas be thinking you getting betrayed by your friends. And a lot of times these niggas were never your friends in the first place, nigga. They was just niggas you knew. And that's the fucking thing. You know, like motherfuckers ain't always your homeboys. That's the reason that they won't move a certain way for you. You know, so like I said, nigga, you don't find a reason to change unless there's something worth changing for. So if you in a motherfucking relationship and this is just us internally, my nigga, this is just some questions that you should ask yourself. If you fucking with a woman and she keep telling you to change something and for some reason you either don't want to change it, you don't feel that it's important to change it or you just quote unquote can't change it. Nigga, you got to look at that fucking relationship and see how important that relationship is to you as a person. You know, because these are things that we got to ask ourselves. You know, just like when you go on a fucking job interview and they ask you, do you want to work weekends? Can you work holidays? Can you work a certain shift that in your mind, you know, you don't want to. You know, these are some of the things when it comes to us as people, because I always believe in. When you ask somebody to do something, asking yourself, would you do that? And not even asking yourself, would you do that? In the sense of you as the woman asking the man to change, but put yourself in that man's position and ask yourself if you in his shoes will make the change that you asking him to make. Because that is two fucking different things. A lot of people will say shit like, oh, well, I'm not asking you to do nothing that I wouldn't do. But what if you are a single woman with no kids and he's a man that has four kids and you say, oh, all I want for you to do is. Call me throughout the day Or all I want for you to do is make time for me Like I make time for you And his thing is Nigga I got kids I got a lot of obligations I got all this shit going on You got a whole lot of fucking free time So it's easy for you to make these fucking changes For me it is not the same fucking thing You know so when a person is asking you to make certain changes And you don't want to make those changes Nigga you got to evaluate the fucking relationship And how important that relationship is to you on whether or not it's good for you to make those fucking changes. Because a lot of times it ain't worth it for you to make the changes that this motherfucker feel is necessary. Even if you do like this person. You know, because that be the fucking thing. A lot of times the person asking us to make these fucking changes, we do like him. We do want to be in this relationship with him. We want for it to work. But we got to look at what the fuck they asking of us and if it's too much. Because sometimes, nigga, the price is too fucking high. A lot of times it ain't worth it for us to make those fucking changes, my nigga. You know, a lot of times, nigga, we're literally on the fucking line of am I selling my soul for this motherfucker or am I just making the proper adjustments to be with this person? 
you know, and that's the fucking thing, nigga. A lot of times, like, we really got to look at what the fuck it is that we going into and if it's worth the fucking changes that they asking because sometimes it just ain't fucking worth it. And us as the person that they asking to change, nigga, sometimes we got to move on. When a motherfucker asks you to make certain fucking changes and it ain't worth it, you got to be the motherfucker to walk off. You got to be the motherfucker to say, nigga, I'm not doing that shit. You know, like if a, if a, if a nigga is telling you, Oh man, you cool, but I'm gonna need you to cut all your homegirls off. And your homegirls is non-toxic. Your homegirls ain't did nothing to this nigga. Your homegirls ain't doing nothing to stop your shit. You know, they not they not having you going out every motherfucking night. Your homegirls ain't having you doing nothing that's putting your fucking relationship on the line. Your homegirls ain't doing nothing that's on bullshit, nigga. They not putting no fucked up information in your head. They not trying to convince you to leave. They they not doing nothing wrong. And this nigga just wants you to leave them the fuck alone. You know, some motherfuckers is literally asking people to stop fucking with family members. A lot. Oh, man, you too close to your family. Oh, you and your daddy too close for me. That makes me uncomfortable. Sometimes you're just dealing with an insecure motherfucker. And you got to fucking walk the fuck away from shit like that. You know, men as well, nigga. Sometimes you fucking with a woman. Oh, you a mama's boy. You too close to your motherfucking mama. And some niggas are mama's boys. Nigga, don't take that out of the fucking equation. Some niggas are too close to their mama. But some niggas also have a very normal, regular, comfortable fucking relationship with their mother, my nigga. And some women don't even like that shit, my nigga. Some women want to be your your sun, moon, stars, planet, quasar, all that bullshit. And you got to leave that shit alone, my nigga. Some motherfuckers are just toxic in the changes that they ask for you to make. So you got to look at shit like that and whether or not it's worth making those fucking changes. Because sometimes it ain't. You got to fucking walk away from that shit, my nigga. You know, but the thing is, like, as far as the change, don't be afraid to change if it's a change for the better, though. You know, like, if your woman is telling you, nigga, I got a fucking opportunity for you to to move up in life, nigga, for you to make more money and, and just be a better man in general. You know, sometimes you got to take that shit into consideration, you know, because there are people in life who do want better for you. There are people in life who can see, you know, your potential sometimes when you can't yourself see it, my nigga. So don't be afraid to change for the better, my nigga. You know, just whether that be in a relationship, whether that be somebody telling you to change or just something that you see in your own personal life that you feel you need to change. You know, because like I said, when it came to like my diet and me eating better, you know, like even other changes that I've made, like, you know, backing up off of motherfuckers who I used to kick it with, you know, doing a lot of shit that I used to do that I know wasn't the right fucking thing. You know, like just, you know, life choices that I was making and shit that I had to back up off. Like I stopped fucking with certain niggas, you know, like just like with, with, with my gang affiliation. There was a lot of niggas who I backed up off of a lot of activities that I stopped engaging in because I understood like it ain't going to be no no good shit if I keep on doing this. You know, so I had to make those fucking changes, my nigga. And you can't be afraid to make those fucking changes. You know, because the thing is, the, the reason a lot of niggas be afraid to make certain changes in life is because, like I said, there's people that's going to try to shame you for your growth. And you should never allow people to do that shit. You know, I've had niggas shame me for a lot of shit that I did that I felt was better for me, my nigga. Like, there was motherfuckers who shamed me for getting married, my nigga. Motherfuckers who shamed me for, for going into my, my religious 
thing that I went to when I became a full-blown fucking Christian. A lot of motherfuckers who shame me for my fucking diet. But you can't be allowing another motherfucker's opinion to fuck your growth up, my nigga. You know, because the thing is, a lot of times motherfuckers hate to see you grow because they stuck where they are. You know, like, that's a big fucking thing, my nigga. Like, a lot of motherfuckers, nigga, they don't like to see you getting more money, nigga. They don't like to see you start a fucking business or go into a new fucking career or, you know, start taking your religion more seriously or start taking your diet serious. You know, a lot of motherfuckers don't like to see you go vegan because they don't have the strength to put the fucking hamburgers and french fries down. Like, they don't like to see you fixing your motherfucking diet and drinking more water because they addicted to fucking Pepsi and Starbucks and Coca-Cola and all that bullshit. Nigga, they don't want to see you fucking grow, my nigga. You know, they don't want to see you leave the neighborhood because they stuck there. You know, oh, man, that nigga didn't change donors, man. That nigga done moved out the neighborhood. He too good for us. How about you move out the neighborhood? How about you grow with me, motherfucker? How about you go get you a motherfucking house in the suburbs like I did, my nigga? Like, you can't shit on me for getting better. You can't shit on me for growing. Grow with me and you won't have shit to shame. Because a lot of motherfuckers, if they was put in the same position you are in, they do the same exact shit. But they shaming you because they can't fucking do it. You know, and that's something that we got to realize as people, my nigga. A lot of times motherfuckers is quick to point the finger at you for doing some shit that they can't do. It ain't that they wouldn't do it if they could, but they can't. So the only way that they can try to stop you from doing that shit is to fucking clown you. It's to try to shame you and make you feel bad for the shit. Nigga, you can't feel bad for growing, my nigga. You can't feel bad for putting your kids in a better fucking position. Nigga, you can't allow motherfuckers to shame your kids for being in a better position. You know, and the fucked up thing is us in the black community, my nigga, we got a bad habit of doing that shit, my nigga. You know, like, we got this fucking thing where we, like, glorify being from bullshit. You know, like, me, nigga, I'm from fucked up circumstances, my nigga. You know, I've been homeless before. Like, I've been on fucking welfare, nigga. I've lived in dangerous-ass neighborhoods throughout my fucking childhood, nigga. I'm from Compton. Nigga, I moved from Compton to Pomona. And even in Pomona, it was like, nigga, we left Compton to move to Pomona because we thought it was safer. And Pomona was not fucking safer, my nigga. Like, when I say they was shooting every motherfucking night, nigga, they was shooting every night, my nigga. You know, like, where I'm from in Compton, nigga, I'm from the big bad wolf of Compton, nigga. If y'all niggas know where I'm from, I done said it before, nigga. Go run back to old episodes if you want to know what part of Compton I'm from. But anyway, nigga, the thing about where I'm from in Compton... Nigga, my neighborhood, the niggas from my neighborhood are dangerous. But I never felt like my neighborhood was dangerous. Like, we put in a lot of work from where I'm from, but a lot of niggas didn't come shooting up and down my street, if that fucking makes sense. Like, nigga, I didn't really hear a lot of gunshots in my neighborhood, nigga. It was a lot of shooting in Compton, but it was the niggas from where I'm from that was doing it. So I never really felt unsafe in my neighborhood in Compton. But nigga, when I moved to fucking Pomona, boy, oh boy, did I see some shit. 
Like nigga literally My nigga the, My first time seeing a nigga get shot Was when I lived in Pomona Nigga my first time seeing a motherfucker die I was in Pomona Like nigga niggas was getting shot On a regular fucking basis In the neighborhood I lived in Nigga they was coming through Tearing they ass up Where I lived at nigga And that's the fucking thing My nigga like It's not that I'm glorifying Where I'm from But it just is what it is But what I'm saying as far as like us in the black community and why it's not cool to glorify that shit is because I would never want that for my kids. And something else that I wouldn't want for my kids is for motherfuckers to shame my kids for the circumstances that I created for them. I would I wouldn't want nobody to fucking shit on my kids because I put them in a fucking situation that I never had to go through. Like my kids don't know nothing about no fucking empty refrigerator. My kids don't know nothing about fucking sharing a bedroom with multiple siblings and shit. My kids had their own room their whole fucking life. Nigga, my kids have always lived in safe neighborhoods and went to good schools. Like, I didn't know nothing about that shit. Nigga, I went to school in the hood. I lived in the hood. I was raised in the hood. I'm from the ghetto. I don't want that shit for my fucking kids, though. And I don't want nobody to fucking shame my kids for not coming from them fucking circumstances. You know, like, it's just like how when they talk about um, Kylie Jenner being a self-made billionaire and everybody shit on her for fucking having millions of dollars. Like, how are you going to be mad at her because her parents created a good situation for her? Like, how are we going to be mad at Drake because his parents made a good situation for him? How are we going to be mad at him because his talent as a young child helped propel him to be in a suburban situation? Like us as black people, we got to stop shaming our cousins for talking white and living in the suburbs and all that shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with that, my nigga? Like, I thought that's what the fucking goal was, my nigga. Like, we shouldn't be shaming our family members and friends whose parents made a better situation for them. Like, just because your parents came from a fucked up spot don't mean you supposed to be in a fucked up spot, my nigga. Like. Our goal as a fucking community should be to grow and get better. You know, just like when you see your friends do better, my nigga, like, they don't owe it to you to come still hang out in the hood with you, my nigga. You know, they don't owe it, like, you don't owe nobody shit at the end of the day, nigga. When you become a grown motherfucker, nigga, don't nobody owe you shit and you don't owe nobody shit. So, nigga, us as grown motherfuckers, us as people from circum- from fucked up circumstances who made a better situation for ourselves, nigga, we don't owe that shit to no fucking body to go back and fucking hang out in the hood to try to keep our fucking street cred like these niggas be telling these rappers to do. Oh, nigga, you ain't, you ain't street no more, nigga. You don't still be in the motherfucking hood. Like, nigga, look what happened to Nipsey, my nigga. Look what happened to fucking um, Young Dolph, my nigga. Like, look what happened to all those rappers in New Orleans whose name we don't even know because they got smoked before they got big. Fucking Mo3 and all these niggas. Like, nigga, that shit ain't fucking cool, my nigga. You know, like something I said years ago on fucking Instagram, my nigga. Like, all these niggas who are rich get up out the hood and go still hang out in the hood, my nigga. It's literally like a fucking slave that left the plantation. He got free and now he back hanging out in the fucking plantation. That's stupid. Like, why the fuck did you get freedom if you still gonna hang out with the fucking slaves, my nigga? Now, if you going back to get them niggas off the fucking plantation, like, I don't mind you going back to the hood because you trying to help niggas and move niggas up. Because that's what Nipsey was doing, nigga. Nipsey was trying to 
elevate the community that he came from so it could be a better fucking community for those who was in it. That was commendable. But you motherfucking niggas who be trying to go back and still prove that you're still with the bullshit, that's dumb, my nigga. Like, who the fuck is raising these niggas? Who the fuck is influencing these stupid-ass motherfuckers who got all the way out the hood, nigga? You did everything you could to move into a good fucking suburban nice area and you still trying to go hang out where niggas still getting their motherfucking brains blown out at, my nigga? Like, you still going to the same areas where it's been proven that most motherfuckers get out, go back, and get fucking laid down, like... Nigga, I don't got no fucking respect for that shit, my nigga. Like, under no circumstance will you see me like, oh, man, he a real nigga, though, man. That nigga was, that nigga was frontlining on the, on the turf with the set. You a fucking millionaire, my nigga. Like, the fuck is wrong with you, my nigga? Send them niggas some motherfucking money. Let them niggas build a basketball court, a community center. Put your motherfucking name on that shit. Nigga, do a couple fucking appearances, you know, fucking press conference. You know, have a little free concert over there, some bullshit. And get your ass back to the suburbs where you fucking belong, dog. Like, there's ways of helping the fucking community without going back and putting your fucking life at risk. This shit just ain't fucking worth it. But it's like us as the black community, my nigga, like, we glorify that dumbass bullshit. We make it fucking cool to do the stupidest shit in the world. Like, we love dumb shit, my nigga. It's like, nigga, we got to fucking embrace motherfuckers changing for the better. We got to embrace the growth of motherfuckers. Like, we can't be shaming niggas for getting better, doing better, creating better situations for their fucking family. Because that's bullshit. It's counter-fucking-productive, my nigga. It fucks us all up as a fucking whole, my nigga. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, we got to let that bullshit go. Like, I don't like that shit. I don't support that shit. I don't fuck with that shit, my nigga. You know, that shit is dumb as fuck, my nigga. You know, and it is what it is. But, like, back to the, you know, like, the little situation shit, like, when it comes to, you know, changing for people and changing for fucking situations and shit, like, changing for jobs, you know, like, don't change for a personal situation that ain't fucking worth the change, you know, because, like I said, nigga, that's when you get into the area of selling your soul. When you doing more changing than you want to do for a situation or for a person, nigga, that's when you moving into the... The selling of soul, nigga. That's when you moving into the losing of self. You're losing the essence of who you are as a person when you making such drastic changes for fucking with a person. You know, you fucking with a woman and she, I don't, I don't like that you wear those street clothes. I want you to wear button up shirts. So I don't like that you wear sneakers all the time. I want you to wear hard bottoms and shit like that. Like, don't change the fucking essence of who you are as a person for no fucking body, dog. Like, there's certain shit that you feel so strongly about and, like, that's who you are as a person. Like, I couldn't fuck with a woman that felt like my profanity was a fucking issue. I couldn't see myself doing no shit like that. Like, if I'm fucking with you and you like, I don't like that you cuss. I gotta fucking go, dog. You know, like, if I fuck with you and you like, I don't like that you do a podcast, I can't fuck with you, my nigga. Like, if it's something that I feel very strongly about, something that I'm passionate about, something that I feel that like I, I do very well, and you trying to stop me from doing it, my nigga, I got to fucking go, my nigga. Like, certain changes ain't even fucking worth it, my nigga. You know, like, that's like the thing when it comes to musicians, artists, content creators. 
you know, just people in general, my nigga. It's just like as as an artist, you know, some record deals just ain't worth it, my nigga. Like if 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 a record label wants creative control over your art, nigga, that shit not worth it. If them niggas want to change who you are as an artist and how you make music and what your process is and what your content is and you know how you really get down as an artist and how you like to do your shit, it ain't fucking worth it. You know, like us as people, we got to stop compromising who we are for situations and shit. Like, we got to stop trying to compromise who the fuck we are to be with certain motherfuckers. We got to stop compromising on what our morals are. Nigga, we got to stop fucking compromising on who we are as people, who we fuck with, who we love dearly. You know, like, it's motherfuckers who don't want you to fuck with people who you really fuck with to fuck with them. And nigga, that shit ain't fucking worth it, dog, like me. I don't even ask people to make certain changes. Like, even if it's something that I'm uncomfortable with, I'll leave you before I tell you to make a change that I feel will make both of us uncomfortable. Because at the end of the day, a lot of times that's what happens, my nigga. Sometimes a motherfucker will ask you to make a change that's so heavy you'll resent them and they'll realize it. And that's the reason a lot of times I'm not big on asking certain motherfuckers to change certain shit because it ain't fucking worth it. It's going to fuck the whole fucking relationship up, you know, and something that like I'm big on, you know, something that I always like, you know, break down to this in general when I'm trying to keep it short and sweet with people asking me about whether or not they should make certain changes for people who they with in certain relationships. My thing is like this. If they need you to change you too much, they don't love you for you. They love you for who they want you to be. If anything it's better to, you know, change or what the fuck out. Hold on, nigga. Let me calm myself down. It's say, like, if anything, it's better to be a change you already wanted. Like if you was changing for something that you felt was a good thing to fuck with this person, then that's cool. But if somebody wants you to change to basically turn into a whole different motherfucker, it's not that they want you. It's just like this. It's, it's just like that fucking meme. They like you as future, but they want you to act like Russell. But you're not Russell, you're future. You should tell them, nigga, you go get Russell. I'll fuck with somebody who likes me as future. And that's the fucking thing. Like a lot of motherfuckers want you to be a completely different person in the package that you're in. They don't like you. They like your packaging. They like the box you come in. They just don't like the fucking contents. Don't fuck with nobody who wants you to change the fucking contents of who you are on the inside because they like the outside or they like the idea of who you are. They like what's around who you are. They like the situation that you in. They like the money that you make. They like the dick that you giving them or the pussy that you giving them or your ass or your titties or your, your pretty face or your social media presence. Like, you know, there's people who like one thing about you. A whole lot. So they'll want to fuck with you. Yet they'll want you to change all the other shit. Because of that one thing about you that they like. You can't do that dog. You know a lot of times you really got to look. Within yourself and ask yourself like nigga. Like do you like me or is it one thing you like about me. Because you really asking for me to change a lot about myself. And a lot of those things that you asking me to change about myself. I don't really like. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, there's just some shit you just shouldn't fucking compromise on at all. 
there are some changes that you shouldn't fucking make at all. There are some changes you shouldn't consider making. You know, and like this is like one of my things as far as like when it comes to relationships and shit like that, like how I get down and what I tell people, nigga, certain shit, once a motherfucker asks you to change it, that should be red flag. You should get the fuck out of there, my nigga. That shit should be a fucking deal breaker. Nigga, once a, like me, Anthony, Uncle Dolomite, Anthony Webb, nigga, Anita and Anthony's son, my nigga. If a motherfucker is telling me, I don't like the podcast. I, I don't think you should do that. Red flag, bitch, get out of here. Date over. Check, please. I'm out. Nigga, I don't like that you cuss a lot. Check, please. I'm out. Game over. Like, there's just certain shit. I'm just not going to fucking change. You know, I think you're too close to your kids. You spend a lot of time with your kids. You should you should spend more time to yourself. Bitch, I'm out. I'm gone. Fuck that. I'm, I'm out this motherfucker. Like, there's just some shit that I, I'm not going to compromise on, and I'm not going to fucking consider compromising I'm not even going to think about it. I'm not going to slow down on that shit, my nigga. You know, oh, why do you always put your kids first? What about when you're in a relationship, nigga? She's just going to have to deal with me and my motherfucking kids. You know, and that's the fucking thing. You you as people, us as human beings, like, we got to ask ourselves shit. Like, nigga, what is it that I'm not willing to compromise on? And if somebody asks me to, nigga, I'm out. Nigga, don't, be, don't, don't even think about it, nigga. Don't even look up into the air like... Hmm, fuck that nigga, you gotta go Nigga, I'm not changing that motherfucking shit I'm not saying that we should never change for another motherfucker But there's certain shit that we should not change for another motherfucker What she say, and be telling you the things you struggle with in your own mind Yeah, motherfuckers are gaslight you Why compromise your values, it's your life Yeah, Jerry's girl, but that's the fucking thing Like, you have to look at what's important to you you got to look at what makes you who you are and what you feel is important and what's the essence that you have as a human being. Because a lot of motherfuckers want to change the person that you are for you to fuck with them. Like I said, my nigga, if a motherfucker got with you while you was future, don't let them try to turn you into fucking Russell, my nigga, because you future. Letting a motherfucker change you from future to Russell will literally ruin your future. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media. Town Eat House Media. Support both fucking Townhouse Media Podcasts. Sports for You podcast that I got going behind me on the screen with Mark, John Watson, and Nick motherfucking Freeze. Um, you know, live on Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific time, live on YouTube, Facebook, and I think them niggas going live on Twitter. They gonna be tweeting throughout the show and some more shit. So y'all niggas check out the Sports for You podcast. Of course, if you're here, you already know. The Too Much Game Podcast. Niggas support me financially by buying merchandise. Too Much Game Podcast dot store. Um, you know, y'all niggas know I'm on social media at Uncle Dolomite on Twitter and Instagram or at Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram. Too Much Game Pod on Twitter. Um, you know, I think that's it, my nigga. You can cash at me at Uncle Dolomite. Send a nigga some money because I'm broke. Um, uh, no motherfucker i'll see you motherfuckers next week nigga i ain't here to help you get bitches i'm here to help you get better too much game
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.